deep within a bleak and dismal swamp, hidden beneath its murky waters, lies the headquarters of the most sinister villains of all time. the giggles and now they won't go away (laughs) like this is this is life for me i just sometimes start laughing for no apparent reason and then then i have a really hard time stopping it sometimes happens at highly inappropriate times and it's terrible (laughs) (sighs) Uh, i'm one of those people that will like laugh on public transportation just from remembering something funny then everybody looks at you because they're trying to figure out if you're crazy or not, honestly. Yeah. That's why I usually keep headphones on, too, because yes. then I just point to them. Something I heard was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. No, I'm laughing about a dumbass meme I saw last week. <laughs> I don't explain it. The crazier I look, the less chance there is that some fuckboy is going to approach me while I'm trying to listen to music and read my book. Good point. Yeah. yeah. I just roll with it. Yeah. All right, let's get into the topics. Uh, last episode was just Maja and I, and as we were recording, the news of the death of Kobe Bryant was breaking. Yeah, that was that was rough. That yeah. was really rough. Uh, Maja was really hurt by the news and proceeded to be upset about it throughout the week. Um, and uh, we talked about Bryant... And what he meant to people. Um, and eventually went into the allegation, the assault, sexual assault allegations. Uh, well, since then, the news came out and how the media handled it proved to be a complete and total clusterfuck. A stream of misinformation went out. Thanks to our news cycles need to break and make break the story and maintain viewer engagement that whole thing about rick fox supposedly on the helicopter yeah man i know what i know the victim the people who passed families hurt worse but i'm pretty sure uh fox's had a good scare too and uh, um i i think you and Maje touched on it but the whole thing with tmz breaking the story before the the family even knew was just horrible And someone had the audacity to say when I was reading the comments, because I hate myself, under a news story, someone had the audacity to say it doesn't matter who they heard it from, it was still going to hurt. That is absolutely not true. I mean, it's going to hurt anyway, but okay, so I've lost family members and had to find out about it on Facebook. And let me tell you, that sucks so much more than getting a call from a loved one. Or even from the corner, like with my dad saying, hey, I'm so sorry to tell you this, but your loved one is gone. Yeah, yeah. There, there is a way, a, a gentle, humane way to, of breaking news. Yeah. It's there, yeah. not media blasting it at you. That's, that's just shitty. The fact that people knew before 
poor Vanessa and his other kids is just heartbreaking because then they have to, whether they want to or not, if they're old enough to read, they're going to start reading the comments under the stories. And and I was I was seeing store people breaking stories like actual news outlets saying, oh, his whole family was on the, the right. helicopter. Oh, it was just his daughter. Oh, it was like two kids. And it's like, come on, just stop for a second. They can't. They have to keep viewers engaged. If you don't say it, another station will, and you lose viewers. And our system sucks. And um, I just hate everybody. Um. <laughs> I honestly blame it on on networks like CNN and Fox, who initially started that trend of twenty four hour news. Because I know growing up, the news ended at like ten o'clock was the last time the news ran, and then after that they just prepared for the next day. Now they are in this cycle where they have to have stories around the clock. So it puts them under mm-hmm. the gun to push stuff out before it's even confirmed, you know? Yep, and the internet doesn't help. And this is really how conspiracy theories get started, too. People go, oh, well, first they said this, then they said that. They were just saying anything. Right. They didn't care. If they, they can say, we've heard. Right. And they're just reporting what they've heard, right. not confirmed. Um, um, now, while many have been remembering someone they admire, a friend, family member, others have been pushing the discussion of Kobe's rape allegations. This conversation is getting heated, though I see valid points to both sides of the discussion. Anybody disagree? Agree. No, I, I see I see it on both sides. I just feel like there's a time and a place. And while his family is still mourning his loss, I don't even know mm-hmm. if they've had a funeral yet, is not the time to discuss those allegations. Let people mourn. I, I, I do respect the point of view, and I, I saw this from a lot of my um, friends who have been sexually assaulted, um, that... It, they understand how it is for the victim. It's like, what must it be like for the victim of that to see this person being lionized in the media, you know, for, yeah. for a week and having to see his face again, Even, you know, regardless of who he was when he passed away, you know, he making amends and trying to be a better person. She still has to relive that. She still has to relive that moment. Unfortunately, because of who he was, she never got a break from that. It's not like Kobe Bryant is some random kid on the street, uh, Brock no. Turner. He's no. a basketball player. He was an entrepreneur. He was, you know, just pretty much ingrained into so many different people's lives that unfortunately she was never going to get away from that unless she quit social media, didn't watch the news and moved to Appalachia. Yeah. You know, and I and I'm not saying that she shouldn't feel those things. I'm just saying, unfortunately, it's not like he hasn't been right there the entire time. Yeah. Um, saw a pretty good article. I believe it was on the route that uh, basically went into how after the allegations and once all, all that was finally settled, at least in the eyes of him and the accuser or victim um he began rebranding himself as the black mamba to basically change his image because yeah his image was now tarnished he had to 
correct his brand. Right. And being that he had the money and the talent to do so, he was able to do that and get past it. I, I, okay, I, I gotta go full disclosure. I never liked the guy. So I, I'm not actually hurt by the whole thing. I do feel for the family, all the families that lost people. It's the human, the level of human life that I feel bad about. But the Kobe discussion, I go, eh, he always seemed like a jerk to me. The 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 <laughs> real tragedy of that to me is his. I mean, not to say his, that someone dying, his daughter. I mean, his, that well, that just breaks my heart. Yeah, his daughter, a whole family. Yeah, uh, no, a mother a, of three children, yeah. other kids. It was. It was a terrible tragedy. I refuse to even look up how it happened. No, I don't want to know. I'm like, know. I do not even want to know. So many people died. That's just sad. And there there has to be nothing worse. Like, not only just outliving your kid, but being there and dying alongside your kid has got to be the worst feeling, knowing that there's nothing you can do. I guess we can just say we hope it was quick. Yeah. yeah yeah what really All right. the only thing that mm-hmm. honestly kills me about this whole thing i really don't give a fuck about his legacy i just wish people would have a little consideration for the fact that he has other children who are on social media who watch the news who have to see i'm sure what happened has not been exactly hidden from the kids but now it's just in their face 24 7 not yeah those girls are gonna have to live the rest of their life knowing that no matter how much they love their father and no matter how good he was to them to the rest of the world or a good chunk of it he was nothing but a violent rapist who rebranded himself and that's the legacy that they have to live with and that's Mm. who i feel bad for is the kids that Um, are left with that yeah um the things really got heated when uh, Gail King, interviewer, reporter, uh, was interviewing Lisa Leslie, and she brought up the how does she reconcile the allegations against Kobe with her friendship, and that just turned into a real shit show. I didn't I even watch it, honestly. It, it's honestly a fair question. I mean. It probably could have been broached a little bit differently, but I don't think she's she asked anything that that people weren't thinking. But she also pushed back on it really hard. Right. She's like, uh, she said that wasn't the Kobe she saw. She's like, well, you were his friend, you wouldn't have seen it. Hmm. Yeah, you could have seen it if he was as bad as people are making him you would have seen it you know what i mean right well that's the thing is that none of us actually personally know him so we don't know if this was just the only woman who spoke up we don't know if this was his only transgression and of course his friends are going to defend him for the most part um yeah you know i I personally (laughs) i'm sorry oh no you're fine i personally thought it was in bad taste and that uh, get yeah, I thought it was in bad taste, and I thought getting into a heated back and forth about it was wrong. Yeah, that part, like, don't don't like if she says it, 
you know, let it go. Let yeah. It, let it go. Like I uh, said, it's it's the timing that's really bothering me. These discussions should be had, but can we let the family mourn first before we start arguing and dragging it all over the place? I mean, and, and can we take the aggression out of the, out of the discussion? I mean, I'm I'm I was not a fan of his either, and I even thought it was like like a lot of the comments were just way beyond, just unnecessary and just like you said, just really aggressive. And I do wonder if there was like, a, I mean, you hate to go there, but I do wonder if there's like a racial component to it because we have plenty of white athletes to this day that have had sexual assault allegations and I don't see nearly the level of hate against them. It's the Peyton same thing. Manning. Yeah. Peyton Manning. Was, yeah, that was the first person I thought of. It's like, why does he not get the same hate as Kobe Bryant? Because he's uh, Ben good... Roethlisberger. I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm just naming Because you. he's a good-looking white guy with a lot of talent. No, he ain't. I, ain't well, Manning ain't, ain't good-looking. <laughs> ugly Not according to me. Listen, not according to me. He looks like a thumb to me, but I have heard oh, him okay. say he is attractive. But the fact of the matter is that we could say the same thing about Michael Vick. We could yeah. say the same thing about, well, no, we can't say the same thing about Cosby because he deserves every second of it, you know. Speaking of which, uh, King's back and forth with Leslie during that interview called Snoop Dogg to take to social media and call King a bitch. She eventually, apo- King apologized for being aggressive in the way she handled it. But somehow Cosby got involved and thanked Snoop for defending him. Uh, and I, I, I get this is about individuals legacies and they're all trying to protect their legacies but and yeah i can get that black people are upset because woody allen's still cooking and david bowie's still idolized and so many white guys don't get the kind of scrutiny but we cannot give bill cosby a pass just because he's black and i've had this argument so many times with so many people members of my own family I'm like, you know what? I can understand in certain other cases, but he was victimizing women for how many decades? No. Yeah. No. No, 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 no. Uh, I, I'm, I'm honestly upset that he has access to the internet because you know what he's doing is he's looking for more victims. He's not going to stop once he gets out unless he dies in there. For one, he probably will. And two, they get limited internet access. They, they, they are giving prison, uh, prisoners limited a- access. And there are a lot of programs to get tablets to prisoners. So when they get out, they're not coming into a world that they don't completely unrecognize. But he's, they, I it, understand yeah. that for some inmates, like people that have been in there for a long time. But the thing is that how long did he even get? I don't even remember. Cosby got like 20 years. Okay, so he is going to die in there, but he still doesn't deserve access to the outside world. He had all of the opportunities ever given to anybody, and he used them for evil. He should be sitting in a cell by himself with a Bible and a stale biscuit, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> damn. I, I, damn. I, yeah, I kind of want to go, hmm, that's a bit harsh. You know, that's not how our prison system should work. But also, meh. <laughs> he was a serial rapist. 
it's not like I I said I wanted him to be beat to death. I just don't want him to have any comforts. If he needs to read something, he needs to read the good book. And the stale biscuit might be a little bit harsh. Give him Nutribread, that crap where they just (laughs) throw a bunch of vegetables together with some prunes and kind of bake it into a loaf. (laughs) (laughs) And we, we talked about it before, but it's like, the other thing about him that that I find so infuriating is that he set himself up as like this moral compass, like this perfect right. father, and and would like preach down to black people about how they're supposed to act. And oh, in the meantime, he's that. he's like you know going around raping. Yeah, I forgot yeah. about that. He used to look down on black comedians that had really vulgar acts and kind of towed the line, and he's out there raping everybody. Well, not yeah, just he, black, not just black comedians. He was preaching to like the average black person. He would he would get on stage and and get in front of these audiences and talk about, you know, your pants are sagging, this and that, and you know, like all these all this other like, you know, uh, whatever you want to call it, like respectability politics. The pound cake speech. Yeah, and and it's like we already knew that was bullshit. Like everybody, he had backlash from that about that from people. But I mean, for him to be getting up talking about morals was just ridiculous it's like all mm-hmm. those preachers that have been in the news for like the last six months where we're finding pastors preachers youth counselors who have been raging against homosexuality are being caught with kitty porn so so it's like you know people with power and image abuse it wow yeah <laughs> <You know what? laughs> who would have thought oh i want coffee mm. uh yeah, the last of the Hennessy is in this coffee. I, I got to stop drinking Hennessy. It's making me way too aggressive. <laughs> I wanted to do that with Starbucks and my Baileys, but I forgot to pick up my mocha on the way home. Now I'm yeah. sad. Chuck's going to have to drive me up there. I can't drive. Mm. been drinking. Um, but uh, back to the, uh, f- the uh, fallout of the Kobe discussion. Uh, number... I've gotten into some online spats about it too. It's, I think the discussion is warranted. I don't think Snoop should really come in with his hot takes. No, (laughs) not even, not even a little bit. Because his history ain't that squeaky clean either. No. When you go on tour with a bunch of, with a bunch of pimps as your hype man, (laughs) he had Don Juan and all these dudes following him around for a while they were in that damn will ferrell movie about the uh fake university with him Mm-mm. you know no I, so I'm... yeah it's, it's a lot of attacking of oprah and gail king going on now and showing them with pictures with harvey weinstein and i'm like you know what this is the conversation we're supposed to be having just not well look what they did well look what they did it should be Look at what society's doing, and how can we do better? Right. It's, it's also it's also a right wing. It's okay. a it's a right wing talking point because every time someone brings up the fact that Trump is a rapist, people rush out pictures of like Hillary Clinton and and Oprah with with Weinstein. Yeah, as if that somehow. Well, that's just the new form of arguing. The yeah. whole yeah, but look at this person. I'm like, two wrongs don't make a right. They're bad too. Exactly. I, I know people who love. Clinton, but I'm like, well, what about all the allegations against Bill that she got involved with and crushed? Mm-hmm. She didn't believe the victim. 
she didn't support the victim, wouldn't she be bad too? That's why. No. That's why a lot of dem- a lot of Democratic women did not vote for her. Here's the thing: she defended Bill Clinton. I think she did believe those women, but I think that her plans, his career, and the image of her family mattered way more. There's no way I she didn't believe I agree with you 100%. Them. Yeah, she, she knew what he was doing. You're not married to something like that, and you don't know. She yeah, just, uh, she yeah. had her own plan. She knew the impeachment was coming. Once she knew that, of course, she's going to crush every other thing that comes along because that is not going to stop her career. Somebody in that family was going to make it. Yeah, well, and she she had uh, her eye on the presidency, too. Yeah, she oh, did. Oh, she, she, she always knew who Bill was. Come on. They've known yeah. each other since college. She yeah. knew who he was. Do you think she, these are the first women that she's, like, hushed up? I bet that no. started in college. Yeah. And, and, yeah, they were a power couple. So, yeah. You see, and, and thus we have the rape culture discussion. It's just once we have it, we got to throw a lot of our heroes in the garbage. And, I remember and that's that what ar- people don't want. I remember that argument about Jeffrey Epstein. They were like, well, what if it comes out to Democrats? It's like, then their asses need to go to jail, too. Guess what? I don't give a shit. If they're fucking pedophiles or rapists, they go to jail, too. You guys Three know of- that I love mm-hmm. David Attenborough, right? This is how deep mm-hmm. it goes for me. If it came out that he had touched kids, raped anybody... The two decades that I've spent loving that man would go right down the garbage disposal. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right down. Um, what was I was about to say. Oh, yeah. Three of our last six presidents have credible rape allegations. Wait, what? George? George H.W. Okay, wait. wait H.W. Not... too? George, I think H.W. has something okay, in the past, too. So I, I was think... thinking Reagan, Clinton, and Trump. H.W. also had some allegations that he was groping women when he was old. Oh, yeah. He was handsy. He's yep. always been handsy, though. I noticed that when I was a kid. I don't know why people are surprised. Okay, so three credible rape allegations and a groper. Yeah, serial groper. He he was always died that way. Oh, when, wow. How, how do we not have anything when, against when, W.? When people ask me why, why I miss Barack Obama, this is why. <laughs> as, as flawed as he was, we never heard about stuff like this with him. We never had, like, you know, sexual assault or groping or any kind of scandals like this while he was in office. His two mm-hmm. biggest scandals, one of them just hit, you guys are men, so I don't think you would have noticed. First one was tan suit gate. You know, he wore the tan <laughs> yeah. suit. Second one was women have started to notice over the last couple months that apparently for the entire eight years that man was in office, he was wearing dad jeans, covering up oh, some yeah. serious cake going back there. And now that he's not I in know office, about the dad jeans. oh God, but now that he's not in office, we're just sitting there, we're seeing all these pictures of him like, oh my God, you were hiding all of that from us in some dad jeans? Are you serious? It's very... When, when he was... <laughs> when he was throwing out a baseball at some game, he they, he got ripped on for wearing dad jeans. <laughs> but he has a nice body under there, and women across the country feel like we were robbed for eight years. <laughs> well, you got Trump out there. Oh, um, God, with his oh, fucking granny panties. No, thank you. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to end this uh, discussion on legacies of individuals. Uh, with a suggestion that people read two articles from The Root 
Uh, one is Gail King asked Lisa Leslie about Kobe Bryant's rape case. The response revealed how much further we need to go. Uh, it's basically how, yeah, you give it a read and think about it. And another article where misplaced loyalty and misogynoir collide on Snoop, Cosby, and why protecting black women always seems the last priority. I found those a couple of good reads. Yeah. Let's move on to something else upsetting. <laughs> Great. Fun. Yay. Michigan State University apologizes for the, for displaying of black figures hanging from a tree. This These shit. motherfuckers. I <laughs> this, know. This bullshit. During Black I History know. Month. <laughs> it's I like, was, I, you have to know what you're doing. That is not, a, that is not an accident. Come you on. look at that picture and you go, seriously? Yeah. Seriously. And it I'm looks like, like they're hanging by their neck. Why are they even hanging civil rights leaders? Uh, Who made that? Here's another, here's another thought. If, if you're doing anything, like, even if it wasn't like nooses or ropes or whatever, if you're doing anything where you're hanging something, just don't. Don't like history much. Just don't. Don't, don't no. hang anything. No, nothing black should be hung. Ever. Well, well you know. Uh, trying to think of. I'm not even sure what he meant by that, but I'm just going to let it go. I'm like, <laughs> it, it was, it was a dick joke. How did you guys not <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Come on. Am I we were in a serious that, conversation, like, man. I saw Blazing Saddles. Come on. We were, we were in a serious conversation about black people. And how, how, how dare you sully this conversation with such ridiculousness? <laughs> oh, God. And since we fixed my microphone, that Stuart laugh is going to be glorious for the listeners. <laughs> Seriously. Hi, Hi, over there playing with my emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Play with my prostate, but don't play with my emotions. I'm sorry. And now I just have like a montage of black dicks rolling through my head, and I'm <laughs> I hate you right now. I <laughs> I tried to deflect it with a weird Doja Cat semi quote, but nope. <laughs> Hanging heister get ha, has won. <laughs> okay, I don't like hanging heister. I don't like that. <clears throat> oh God. Well, hung high. no, let's not talk oh. about high school. <laughs> oh. Should I go back to the story? Yes. Don't get mad at me. This is your fault. <laughs> it's all my no, fault. No, you leave it. <laughs> okay. Oh God, leave um, it Michigan State University <laughs> has apologized for a campus gift shop display that depicted prominent black figures hanging from a tree. Crystal Davis Dunn, a student at the university, uploaded photos to Facebook last week of doll-like figures hanging on tree-shaped displays at a gift shop in the Wharton Center for Performing Arts, saying the imagery evoked lynching. Uh, among the figures in the display hanging by the twine from a tree were former President Barack Obama and his wife Michelle, abolitionist abolitionist Harriet Tubman, civil rights leader Martin Luther King, and singers Prince and Diana Ross. Uh, at Wharton University, they are hanging prominent figures from trees, uh, D Davis wrote in a uh, Facebook post. What a way to honor black history. Wow. 
Yeah. Why do they always wait till February to lose their fucking minds? Like, I have this conversation with my friends every year, but it seems like the super racist shit that companies and campuses and stores do gets exponentially worse during February. And then it calms down again, and I'm I'm starting to really think it's 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 intentional. Um Emily Garant, a spokeswoman for the Majority White University, described the display as a as quote a tree like rack, which was used to hold historical black figures. And I think maybe other ones too, but if there was a whole tree of them or just black people, that's just wrong. Uh, she says, regardless of the intent of the display, the impact can't be ignored. People were hurting and offended. We sincerely apologize to our community members and have immediately removed the display. Additionally, at the Wharton Center uh, reported the incident. Uh, additionally, after the Wharton Center reported the incident, it has agreed to provide employees and volunteers with racial bias training that focuses on the impact and understanding of intentional and unintentional racial bias. I have a question because I can't remember off the top of my head. I did look at the picture and I did get pissed, but I can't remember. Um, where was the like little loop hung? Because I remember looking at the picture and I might be crazy, but my immediate thought was, why isn't it coming from the top of the head? Like when you have a nutcracker um, ornament for I, the Christmas tree. I, I honestly don't know. It it, it just looked wrong. Even it's, if it was coming from the, the, the head, like the top of the head, it still would have looked wrong. And I, and I know it, I read an article that said that they did have some white ones in there, but there were certainly none on that tree that was sitting in the window. Yeah. No. Um, she, she moves on to say, we recognize that we have more work to do to make MSU an inclusive and safe campus, and we're committed to making these changes. Oh, I saw a couple of other articles, and I considered reading them, but they were long, and I didn't feel like it, about... <laughs> Um, a virtual reality simulator where white people can experience what it's like to be black. My sister saw that and she threw a fit. She's like, the fuck is they know what they doing? <laughs> and another one where women are shelling out like $2,500 to eat dinner and learn how they're being racist. Oh, um, I want to run one of those workshops. Fuck yes. That would be amazing. <laughs> I want to shape an entire generation of white women to not be bigoted, racist, or prejudiced. It would be amazing for, you know, future generations if we could just mass educate everybody. My question is, why just $2,500, though? <laughs> I mean, $7,500, Well, you know 8, what? You have to start at the bottom somewhere, you know? You can't just open up a four-star hotel and you've never ran a little inn. True. So, start. <laughs> Actually, that's something I seriously would like to consider is opening up a consulting company. Think about how much money we can make while we're saving a lot of headaches for people of color 
if companies would hire us to screen their ads and tell them where the problems are. Like, I'm sure there's people within the company trying to tell them, but they're not going to listen to, you know, Jerome down in accounting who's saying this is super racist. But this consulting firm comes in and says, nah, bro, don't run that ad. That's, you guys are going to lose a lot of money. We can make money. We can Unfortunately, educate. they would only hire a consulting firm run by white people. Why, though? They're, that's right, how they got right. into, that's, that's counterproductive. White people can't talk. Most racism is, and the conditions they claim to be a problem from uh, the disenfranchised are actually started by them and them being shitty and unaccepting so they would rather keep having all these scandals that hits their bank accounts than yes. to admit that there's a problem because they don't they... see themselves as being part of the problem no like some of the most supposedly liberal people are some of the most racist like yeah especially yeah. especially in terms of institutional racism oh weren't we just talking about that like you and I. Aren't we always talking about that? <laughs> no, but I Speaking swear of I which, and I were just talking about this like yesterday or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, one last upsetting racial story. Aww. A white judge is placed on administrative duty after calling a black woman juror in a head wrap, Aunt Jemima. What? She should have got up and whooped his ass. The time would have been well worth it. A Pennsylvania judge has been stripped and placed on administrative duties after allegedly calling a black juror who showed up to trial wearing a head wrap, Aunt Jemima. According to KDKA-TV in Pittsburgh, uh, Allegheny County Commons Please Judge Mark Tranquilly was so angry after a juror issued a not guilty verdict at the end of a drug trial uh, that lasted two weeks, he berated the defense attorney for allowing the black woman on the jury. Um, 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 wow. I'm, I'm, I'm not even going to lie. I, I didn't read this article. I just saw the, the headline <laughs> and went, Oh, wow. I'll add this. And I added it without reading it. Bro. And that just threw me the fuck off. Bro, like, I, I she even I, wanted I, to fucking be there in the first place. Nobody likes jury duty. The fuck? No. But you go to jail I, if you don't I, show up. I hate people. I also just looked looked up the judge, and he looks exactly like I expected. You said Allegheny <laughs> County, right? So that's, like, upstate New York. Uh, Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. Pittsburgh. Yeah, that whole area. So the North is supposed to be like the beacon for people of color as far as they're concerned because they fought during the war for our freedom. But having lived in upstate New York, that uh, those people are super racist up there. <laughs> um, oh, oh, Pittsburgh and Pennsylvania are racist as hell. Oh, it's oh, so when bad. We do, when we do the episode uh, this month on Wilmington, uh, North Carolina... Oh, we we will be uh, shining lights on a lot of the bullshit. Yeah. Uh. Wow. Okay. That was way more upsetting than I I, I kind of um. <laughs> but the good news uh, is that I remember reading this story. Now that I think about it, and um, the lawyers definitely stood up for what was right on both sides of the aisle. 
The judge had the nerve to even insinuate the juror might be associated with a drug dealer. Saying, oh, quote, this, this motherfucker. Saying, quote, you know darn well that when she goes home to her baby daddy, he's probably slinging heroin too. Fuck. Mm. Yeah, he, he should not be on the bench ever at all. Wow. Well, he's probably going before the ethics board on top of everything else pretty soon, but they usually don't report on that too much in the news. Um, they don't want to embarrass the judge. It's really hard to get rid of judges, though. It's, it, yeah, is. it is. It's really difficult. But I'll let you finish. But if you don't, if it doesn't come up in the story, I do remember some facts that I'm going to lay out for people that might lift the spirits a little bit. I don't want to read any more about that. Do you think? Okay. So <laughs> when, cause I read a couple of different articles about it. Now I remember he didn't say it in front of the woman. He said it in chambers. So there was no yeah. court reporter, but both the prosecutor and the defense went and complained about it yeah. because they both said it was highly improper. So in this situation, you have a prosecutor who could have just let it slide, you know, and yeah. known that he could go before this judge in future cases and get the kind of judgment that he's looking for, um, as long as they don't go for a jury um, trial. But what makes my soul feel a little bit better is that both lawyers, even the prosecutor is like, the fuck did you just say? And told the yeah. judge it was improper and went to the ethics board. So they're probably going to spend the rest of their careers trying to get that judge off the bench. Now, when you have prosecutor, a DA's office that doesn't want to deal with you anymore as a judge, plus the uh, defense, you're really in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and that's exactly it. White people police yourselves. Yes, please. And thank you. That is my favorite thing when I'm in articles online and somebody says something super racist to me, like gives me just the deepest joy when their own people arrive to collect their ass <laughs> and be like yeah. oh no i got this you just go ahead and calm down sweetie i'll take care of it Ugh. all right let's move on to well the super bowl just passed and i i really don't know what happened shakira and j-lo pissed off a bunch of racists I, i'm a, i'm for that i didn't watch it the halftime show either i'm like no i've seen them dance i always enjoy it <laughs> I I saw it. It was it was it was. I mean, I I don't even I don't even care about the Super Bowl or the halftime shows, and it was entertaining. I, I will give it to him. Yeah, I, I've been a Shakira fan since she was wearing all black and had black hair, and you know, and didn't sing in English. I just liked the sound of her voice, and she sounded like you know, somebody really upset her. The thing is that they were wearing more clothes than the halftime dancers of normal. Um, football games so i don't see what the problem is oh yeah oh and also they had the were complaints that they were singing in spanish <laughs> mexico used to go all the way up to like colorado or some bullshit uh, you don't get to just wipe out an entire people in their language because you're too dumb to try to learn something new they should be and, singing in american and i i could be wrong but when j-lo was yelling usa Part of the the wrap that she had on her shoulders had the Puerto Rican flag on it. Yes. Yeah, it did. So I'm sure that made a bunch of Trump supporters big mad. Oh, yeah. Have you guys seen the memes making fun of poor J Lo for never winning a Grammy? 
They're kind of brutal. I saw those. They're kind of brutal. Yeah, they kind of brutal, but does she really deserve one? No, no. but they don't have to okay. do her like that. Like yeah, but they do. don't have to do that like that, no. No, like poor Michelle no. from Destiny's Child. They don't got to do her like that either. <laughs> oh, yeah, she gets dragged. For no reason. She's no. Okay, but back, back to the uh, aftermath of the Super Bowl. The hip-hop label Quality Control hosted their second annual million-dollar bowl at the Dome in Miami, known colloquially as the Stripper Bowl. Entertainers from around the country converge in hopes for a giant payout like last year in Atlanta. But this year's event left many of the ladies disappointed and stuck in Miami's airport waiting to, to, to uh, fly standby to try to make a little bit of a profit from the trip. Uh, while some images show dancers walking literally ankle deep in high heels through $1 <laughs> bills, other videos surfaced which detailed underpaid uh, dancers, alleged three thievery, and even the throwing of hands. Wait, what? According to one account, the strippers made a little more than $1,000 each. Mind you, they flew oh, in. Oh, no. That's a bad, oh. that's that's bad if it's like a Friday, but to have that be like the whole weekend, that's terrible. That doesn't cover yeah, uh, the cost of getting outfits and hair and nails and all those poor girls. Airline tickets. Yeah, right. That's, yeah. that's probably not even the cost of their a pair of their shoes. No, honestly, it's not. Um, not once you hit a certain level, you know, that's just sad. Mm. I feel uh, bad for them. I'm pretty sure they didn't have to buy a new outfit for it. But they did have to get their hair done and airline tickets. Nails, um, waxing. But the whole thing <laughs> uh despite uh the event reportedly making one million dollars and just thrown money hmm. uh this this could be for any number of reasons yet the most probable is pro is because everybody wanted to get their money's worth several instances of patrons walking out and attempting to walk out of the dome with the dancers money yeah. Were posted to social media. Wow. Yeah, I saw one video of this dude just pulling dollar bills out of his pockets. Like, ah, I got him. I got him. Aha. I was like, oh, shit. You ain't shit, son. Um, <laughs> no, security was the one that wasn't shit. They, those dudes shouldn't, like, their hands go towards the stage. They should be getting, you know, yoked up. And well, no, away. this is all on the floor. Oh, Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was also a video I saw of security with this one dancer trying to get her purse from her. And a bunch of the women are around. Why are you messing with her? Leave her alone. That's her stuff. Why are you messing with her? And he gets the bag from her, opens it, and just starts dumping out dollar bills. She had just yeah oh, took and tried to God. steal. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, the head of quality control got up and said, hey, you know, we tried, but it wasn't really our uh, event. We weren't really in charge of it. Uh, quality control recording artist Cardi B blamed the women saying, y'all wasn't dead as shit. Y'all wasn't entertaining. Y'all wasn't shaking your ass. That's why you didn't make the money. 
Well, she could be right, but uh, oh, you got to see the pictures of all the money. It was a lot of fucking money. Uh, but they they claimed that the there was another promoter and he did the payout and everything and quality control the recording label. They they were just the name on the flyer. See, here's the thing is uh, what I've learned through my friends in the industry is a lot of times the girls have to turn over a lot of their money, not only to the bartender, yeah. but to the DJ, but to tip out security and everything else. So if they're yeah. being robbed on stage and on the floor, by the time they get done paying out everybody, because it goes on what they think you should have made for the night, not necessarily what you actually made. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, let's move on to another story that's, I think, kind of funny. QAnon followers are drinking bleach to avoid the coronavirus. Yes. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. I've been wishing for this shit for years. Prayer does work. Amen. Now, if you're not familiar with the QAnon conspiracy theory and their followers, there are people that believe that this guy named Q, who's possibly uh, <laughs> uh, John F. Kennedy Jr., is working with Robert Mueller and Donald Trump to bring down the deep state. Now, Anything I just said makes no goddamn sense. Remember, that's just the core of what these motherfuckers believe. That was, those were certainly a lot of words. Um, I was hoping some of them would have made some sense, but here we are and I'm... Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. No, conspiracy theory is basically circular logic. Um, But they're drinking something called Miracle Mineral Solutions in hopes to avoid the coronavirus. The so-called Miracle Solution... When prepped, it's basically bleach. Why don't they just get a flu shot like a normal person? Uh, What? Now, some of you may recognize us talking about MMS, the Miracle Mineral Solution, because it's also what uh, the anti-vaxxers are using to feed their children and give enemas to uh cure their autism oh god yes um they've killed a lot of kids doing that because i guess a dead child is better than an autistic child you know i i have i have friends with with children who have autism and i i've had i've know people who have you know have Mm -hmm. asperger's and things like that there's what is what is so horrible about being someone who has autism i don't understand the fear there's nothing wrong. Well, okay, so it's the same reason why there's anything wrong with being black. It's different. I have uh, friends that have children with autism. I have friends that have different forms of autism, and they are some of the most amazing and wonderful people I have ever encountered in my entire life. Now, the ones with Asperger's can be a little brash, but that's why I fucking love them. They just give you that truth, unfiltered. 100% all the time. Um, and it's also the level of uh, on the spectrum they are and if the if they will ever be able to take care of themselves or will the parents have to take care of them for the rest of their lives and yeah. be concerned with taking care of them afterwards. It's it's <laughs> it's ultimately selfish yeah. of them of the parents. 
very fucking selfish. Here's the thing. Most of the time, they are so stuck on their child being different that they don't take into consideration that their child can do a lot if given a lot of patience and training, repetition training, they can learn how to live as an adults in the real world. Not every case, but most of them, but the parents are just so stuck in this tunnel of, oh no, I have an autistic child. They're never gonna be able to do anything by themselves. And it's really, really sad all the way around. And that's, that's true of most kids. It's like you have kids who have, you know, depression and mental illness. You have kids that have physical disabilities. It's like if you're patient and loving, there's nothing that they can't do. And they, they look at themselves that way. Mm-hmm. A lot of times children don't know that they can't do something until you tell them that they can't do mm-hmm. it. So if you have a child with special needs and you never tell them that they can't do anything and you just keep showing them and teaching them you'd be surprised how far that can go because they they haven't been told you can't do that so there's no concept in their mind it's just if i practice and i want to do it i can get it done um moving on cosmo magazine cosmopolitan magazine pulls uh the bachelor cover after contestant victoria fuller's white lives matter photos surface Jesus Christ. What? Uh, on Monday night's episode, Delta Airlines pilot Peter Weber and the 12 remaining contestants had a steamy photo shoot for Cosmopolitan magazine in Costa Rica. Victoria Fuller won the honor of gracing the magazine's next digital cover with Weber, but the women's magazine has decided to pull the cover after photos surfaced of the 26-year-old front-running runner modeling a white lives matter t-shirt in a letter posted uh, to cosmopolitan.com editor-in-chief jessica pales explains quote unequivocally the white lives matter movement does not reflect the values of the cosmo brand we stand in solidarity with black lives matter and any cause that fights to end injustices for people of color thank you cosmo what the fuck I, I never thought I would say it. it's like oh I, I have I have respect for Cosmopolitan magazine what the hell I'm over here trying to figure out exactly when and how anybody ever came up with this fucked up notion that white lives matter less or don't matter at all like are because they're not they're they're not they're not being framed as the default in the conversation because it's about black lives and how we're affected by police brutality and racism. And they're not part of the discussion the way they want to be in the discussion. They can be part of the discussion, but they want to be the center of the discussion. So they want to be shot in the back for no reason during routine traffic stops or shot. No, they want their face down No, or well, let me let me explain a little bit more on the thing on the uh what the article I've said. Give me a minute. Where's my coffee? <laughs> I, I got this from an NBC article, and they say the the specific photos of the Virginia native uh, were reportedly used in a campaign for Marlin Lives Matter, an organization focused on preventing overfishing of white and blue marlins the organization wait let me finish used the phrases white lives matter and blue lives matter in their messaging uh but 
according to uh, Pales from Cosmo. In my view, the nature of the organization is neither here or there. Both phrases and the belief systems they represent are rooted in racism and therefore problematic. Yeah, so they you they they had like a concert they had like a Confederate flag, but instead of stars, they had fish. Oh no! Jesus. If it was about fish, why wouldn't they say blue? Marlin lives matter or white Marlin lives See, matter. They did sort of. That's no, kind of the, they it's the kind of the joke out. of it all. This is why you need to have a black person in your ad campaign, though, because they'd be like, no, guys, I, I know you think that's cute, but no. And that takes it back to why people should hire me, because I'll be that person that'll sit there and be like, guys, guys, this is a really bad idea and it's going to end badly for you. Cause, cause I'm sure they were like, "Oh, this is a good, you know, it's like a dad joke moment." It's like, "Oh, this is hilarious," and then it's like, "No, it's not a dad joke, guys. It's a racist dad joke, but it's not a dad joke." Well, can we just buy an island? I'm ready. I love seafood. We'll we'll bring a couple cows for the butter. Plant some garlic. It'll be okay. <laughs> That's my dream. Fox News reports. Residents in an apartment building in India discovered free mixed drinks on tap in their kitchens earlier this week, although not the kind anyone would be hoping for. A smelly combination of beer, brandy, and rum started coming out of their faucets <laughs> on Monday morning after a water well became contaminated. How? Um... How? That sounds terrible. I was really excited for them, but not anymore. That's sad. <laughs> this, that would kind of ruin your morning if you weren't paying attention <laughs> to what you were drinking. You take a big swig of what you think is water. And... Oh, God, you make your coffee with it, not not paying attention, just going through the motions. Oh, actually, brandy like, coffee might be okay. Uh, but, yeah, all, but all I, three, I can vouch no. for that. Yeah. I can vouch for rum. I can vouch for both rum and brandy working well in coffee. Uh. But then I drink too much. Um, the station says six thousand liters of confiscated alcohol that had been seized on court orders and buried in a pit nearby accidentally seeped through the soil. The children couldn't go to school, and even their parents couldn't go to work. Joshi. Maliek Kyle, the owner of the apartment complex, told the BBC <laughs> uh, after <laughs> they uh, basically been shipping them water, but this it's still pumping out hooch for now. Man. Yeah, you'd have to call in sick. Uh, I can't come in at work because I have alcohol poisoning. Thanks. <laughs> How much did you drink? No, I was showering. Don't ask. <laughs> oh, God. Fox News reports a Canadian business businessman and failed mayoral candidate was thrown in jail for 30 days after telling a judge he burned one million Canadian dollars in cash in two separate bonfires to avoid paying his wife's spousal, spousal and child support as part of their divorce settlement. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That that's a level of petty I've never seen before. That is like I don't even want it. Usually when I see something super petty, I'm like goals, but that's just my dude. What is wrong with you? 
Ooh, right? Wow. Yeah, I think you should have got more than thirty days. Yeah. You're not. You're not just like you're screwing over your your spouse and you're screwing over your your kids. kids. Like, why would you yeah. spite your own children just to stick it to your ex? See, this is why I was just saying. I want to buy an island. We'll live on seafood. It'll be okay. Um, authorities in Philadelphia have cleared the Philadelphia Flyers mascot, known as Gritty, of assault charges after the mascot was accused of punching a 13-year-old boy in the back at a season ticket holder's event. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what did the kid do? Just scared me. <laughs> because... We don't blame victims, Ray. I'm just saying I used wow. to work with teenagers and... They really test you sometimes for like days on end and then you just snap and I just want to know what the little kid did. That's all. That that just reminds <laughs> me of that meme that meme where it's like nearly threw hands with a 13 year old or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, uh, I've almost thrown hands with 13 year olds, but in my defense, they were 13 year old boys who were twice my weight and taller than me. So it would have at least been a somewhat fair fight because I've got experience. Okay. Okay. Uh, police department uh, said that the investigation, which has been completed and is no longer active, determined that the actions of the individual portraying the Flyers mascot did not constitute physical assault as alleged. Uh, the investigation was launched on December 21st when Chris Grinwell claimed Gritty punched his 13-year-old son during a holiday photo shoot for the season ticket holders. The Flyers were hosting the event and gave fans a chance to meet the eccentric mascot that has become an increasingly popular uh, since the, his introduction in 2018. Greenwall alleged that after his son patted the mascot on the head, Gritty got up from his chair, ran at his son, and, quote, punched my son as hard as he could. Okay, that's, that's an overreaction. <laughs> yeah. I was thinking the little bastard threw something, you know, pushed him or, over or while set, he was in or, his costume and couldn't get up. Gritty uh, gets up out of his chair, makes a lunging motion, and punches my son in the lower right side of the back, Greenwald told Fox 29 at the time. The fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, haven't we all thought of like punching some smart mouth kid? In yes, the I, mean, I just admitted to that, but like you don't actually do it. You imagine it, no, you smile, no. you move on. Yeah, you just you can't do that. You can't do that. Can't Greenwald told the Philadelphia Inquirer his son was diagnosed with quote a back bruise. Okay, that's a little traumatic. Yeah, needless to say, I don't believe this happened <laughs> I, I, I think the dad is seeing some dollar signs he's like cha-ching yeah yeah there were no cameras there but yeah the report and interviews Wait. from others involved was like yeah that didn't happen okay did he so whisper who, did he whisper something to gritty who punched the kid <laughs> he whispered something mean if if gritty didn't punch the kid in the back who the fuck punched that child somebody might have yeah wow yeah. I, Hold still, son. We're we're gonna we're gonna get our pay. Yeah, Hold still. dude. What the fuck? Oh my god, that poor kid. Well, now the I story mean, got dark. There was like a point in time when I complained to my teacher during a field trip that I got <laughs> uh, flipped off by Mickey Mouse, 
<laughs> I failed to mention that for such a big mouth that I said to him that for such a big mouse, he had awfully small shoes. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. So, <laughs> I was, you know what? Everyone thinks I'm such an asshole now, but that's just because they didn't know what I was like in junior high. <laughs> I'm nice now. <laughs> okay. Uh, that poor dude was just trying to do his job and here I am this snot nosed little 13 year old that walks up and pretty much insults his manhood for no fucking reason at all other than I was bored so yeah sometimes teenagers and assholes and I probably deserved a little punch in the back at that point (laughs) speaking of punching y'all remember that video of the Easter Bunny going ham on people last year yes yes <laughs> Antoine McDonald, the 21 year old Altamonte Springs man who famously dressed in a bunny costume in downtown Orlando last April, was again in costume earlier this week, but this time he was trying to use it as a disguise to escape, escape arrest. Oh no. What? <laughs> McDonald oh, no. hit a carport and damaged a car before fleeing the scene January 16th, according to uh, records from the Florida Highway Patrol. McDonald told deputies, I wasn't in the, any crash. I'm the Orlando Easter Bunny. Google it. <laughs> he tried. <laughs> he tried. That that didn't really help his case, because if they look up that video, they're going to be like, yeah, this dude's crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That video McDonald remains funny. in jail to this day. <laughs> Dude, that video was super funny, though, because I was so confused. I didn't know any context. I'm just scrolling, and all of a sudden, I see this bunny just throwing hands. Yeah, it was wild. Because <laughs> you don't know whose side he was on. He was just throwing hands. Yeah. yeah. I don't think he like, had a side. He was just there to, like, chaos. <laughs> it was Loki. All right, speaking of chaos, somebody please call Tyrone and tell him that Erica Badu is coming out with an incense that smells like her um, Baduism. Her, go ahead and uh, say it, Elle. I know you want to say it. Just... Yawny. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was going to call it her Baduism, but you're right. It's yawny. Her what? One more time. She, her her Baduism. Oh my god. No. <laughs> no, the other one's less worse. <laughs> <laughs> Erica Badu in a recent cover story for Ten Magazine announced that when she launches her online store, Badu World Market, on February twentieth, she'll be selling incense created to mimic the smell of her quote legendary vagina. Is it legendary? Is is it legendary, really? It might be. Uh, no, uh, if it was, we, with, would with whom? we would all know. We would know. With who? Let me, let me finish. Let me finish. Let me finish. Okay. Uh, there's an urban legend that my pussy changes men. That's a quote from Erica. Into what? Let me finish. Werewolves, vampires, <laughs> what are we? What are we changing into? <laughs> the men the men that I fall in love with and fall in love with me changes jobs and lives 
Common and both Andre 3000 were both heavy, heavily influenced by her Baduism. I mean, Common stopped being a more a drunk rowdy dude, and Andre 3000 got a little uh, psychedelic with it. He, he okay, stopped wearing. But that he was stopped, in her you know, vagina. It's that could have just been them maturing as artists and, and growing and people. as people. I don't know. It might be something to it. I hope to meet her in the next lifetime. I don't know. Um, <laughs> if they were so in love with her Baduism, well, at least um, in the case of Andre Three Thousand, why is Miss Jackson a thing that he's sung a million times and won awards for? He apologized. Yeah, he apologized, to her, but if you to listen mom, to the lyrics, he, he was for real. He had to get off his chest. He was not happy with her or the relationship, but he said he was letting it go for the sake of the babies. Is speaking of let it. speaking of letting it go, Badu goes on to say, "I took lots of pairs of my panties, cut them into little pieces, and burned them." What the fuck? Even the ash is a part of it. The fuck? Oh lady. my god. Yeah, no, it's going to turn into a bag lady. Sorry. The magazine That's... goes on to report. <laughs> uh, she insists that the resulting product, simply called Badu's Pussy. Are you oh fucking serious? Oh my god, I hate life. <laughs> I hate life. Why? I think Apple Tree would have been a better one since it's, you know, it's kind of the whole temptress thing and she had the song Apple Tree. Right. Well, then Gwyneth should have stolen the apple tree since that's the name of her. Oh, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. That, no, no. I said never mind. That, that poor kid, anyway. Yeah, I know. Chill out. Chill out. Uh, she says that her product will smell as advertised. Since Badu stopped wearing anything down there a while back, she didn't even mind purging her underwear drawer. I'm pretty sure Common and Andre Messiastis will verify if it's accurate. Uh, I can't. I am so upset I right mean, now. This Jay, is the they, worst things thing I didn't need to know. This is, is that worse than Gwyneth. Erica Badu goes, goes commando. I didn't need to know that about oh, her. Oh, God. No, this is worse than Gwyneth. Gwyneth just took something that she thought was going to grab attention and slapped it on a hippie scent. Miss Badu apparently is burning her dirty panties to make. Oh God! Oh, Jesus, take the wheel! I can't. I, I really, I really hope that Common and Jay Electronica got something to say too, and the DLC. Uh, oh, that's right. Oh yes. God, damn it! This is terrible. Come oh, on! Would, this is seriously. After she was with the DLC, he got his voice back. There's Bro, some truth to like, it. Why would we? <laughs> There's our proof. I know that I. Her shit is legendary. I said I know I said I wanted to do this, but on top of the Gwyneth special, I'm just done with women as a whole. Like I'm just done. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I realize I need to get a little uh, Hotepian in my up uh, approach. No, you don't. Look mm-hmm. at me. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't, don't, don't be. I will fly out there. I hate that flight. It is a long ass flight, but I will do it. And bro, you don't want, you don't want that smoke. You're not doing that. You you just don't want, you want to hear me telling you that the only reason you menstruate (laughs) is because, (laughs) it's it's because white women made you. (laughs) Don't, stop. 
I I swear to God, bro, I will fly out there. <laughs> you know, maybe you feel better if you stop eating dairy. You know, bro. <laughs> oh God. You know what? You will take. I'm only kidding. Don't get mad at me. This from my cold dead hands. <laughs> that's that's my third bottle this this within a two month period of Bailey's. So safe to say yeah, I'm not, not giving up my dairy anytime soon. Uh, we'll keep you posted. That's the story of uh, Erica Badu's um, fucking. Badu's pussy goes on and on and on and on. <laughs> oh, God damn it, L. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Inept Supervillains podcast. Oh, God. Be sure to like and rate us on all those things. Five stars, no less. Um, our next episode will be on the Wilmington, uh, North Carolina coup. Uh, which will probably be the most unhappy episode we have ever done. It'll be very heavy, but informative. And unlike Snoop Dogg, what Snoop says, we need to learn our history in order to know what we're up against. Uh, anybody else got anything they want to say before I sign out? Uh, just that if we're going to go into William Wilmington, I really encourage people, don't watch the show the actual book The Handmaid's Tale because that whole time that thing was going on I was seriously in distress <laughs> thinking okay this is where it starts mm. ooh good point um thanks for listening peace and be safe <laughs> <laughs> on, that up, on, that, on that note <laughs>